there's two kinds of Christians. Those who access this Bible when they're in a storm and those who do not. Those that are in the Word of God have faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Welcome to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire, author and founding senior pastor of the exciting Turning Point Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Pastor Jeff is known for his heartfelt and practical proclamation of the scriptures. We are so glad you joined us today. So stay tuned as Pastor Jeff teaches, encourages, and challenges you from the Word of God. Spiritual turbulence caused by the trials of life have a way of steering us off course. The important thing to remember is always keep flying the plane. Hi everybody, welcome to Life Talk. I'm Jeff Wickwire and thanks for joining us. Today we're starting a new message that I've called, Keep Flying the Plane. You know, every pilot knows what he must do when sudden turbulence strikes his plane. He immediately acts upon the basics he learned in flight school. Likewise, when the turbulence of trials and difficulties come our way, it's important to keep in mind several biblical keys that will help us steer steadily through the turbulence and land safely at our destination. In today's message, we're going to look at what those keys are. I believe this message is going to be a real help to you. If you don't need it today, I assure you, one day you will. So let's go right to the message, keep flying the plane, and see what the Bible has to say. I want to talk to you about something that's been on my heart, and it is a word that I believe we're all going to be walking in as a church. This is about you. And what does the Bible tell us about walking by faith and not by sight? Now, a lot of children of God walk by sight and not by faith, and they don't live very happy lives. God wants us to walk by faith, not by sight, because even though you can't see it, doesn't mean it's not real. God's got things cooking in the oven of heaven right now for you. They're about to be delivered, and you need to believe they're there before they're there. Now we're reading out of Numbers 13 and verse 25, and this is about the spies who have come back from spying out the promised land, and look at what happened. They returned from spying out the land after 40 days. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron, all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them what, everybody? What they show them? The fruit of the land. So what they had been told about the land was true. It was a land flowing with milk and honey, with fruit, with blessing. So they come back with great big bunches of fruit. Verse 27, then they told him, that is Moses, and said, we went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Now, so far, so good. They're bringing a good report. They're saying what you told us is accurate, what God said is true. And then the very next verse, they get in trouble with a terrible nevertheless. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, 
we saw the descendants of Anak there. Now, look what they're about to do. In verse 29, they're going to, they're going to itemize all the giants in the land. They've taken their eyes off of the fruit and they've got their eyes on the giants. Now, look what they do. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Now, by now, the children of Israel are trembling. And look what Caleb does. Verse 30, Caleb steps forward, quieted the people because they were freaking out and screaming. Quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession. Now read the next five words with me. For we are well able. Do you hear what faith says? Faith says we are well able. So let's try it again. We are well able. Can you turn to your neighbor and just look him in the eye and say, you are well able to defeat the giants in your life. Now, look what he says. He says, we are well able to overcome it. But then here comes the ten spies again. But the men who had gone up with him said, what they say? We are not able. Somebody should have slapped them right there. We are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. No, they weren't. And they gave the children of Israel, what they give them? A bad report. I want you to look at what a bad report can do. A bad report of the land which they had spied out saying, the land through which we've gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants. The descendants of Anak came from the giants. And we were like grasshoppers. How? What does it say? In our own sight. That's where they got into trouble. They started looking at their circumstances through their own eyes and not the eye of faith. And so we were in their sight like grasshoppers. They were telling the whole congregation, we're defeated before we even start. And you know what happened? An entire generation, everyone that walked out of Egypt died in the wilderness and only two crossed over because of the power of this bad report. Isn't that amazing? Father, thank you for your word today. We pray you will bless it and help us, Lord to walk by faith and not by sight and not to fall into the mistake these 10 spies did. In Jesus' name, amen. On July 16, 1999, another member of the Kennedy family had died in a terrible, tragic accident. The young, handsome son of President John F. Kennedy, known as John John or John Kennedy Jr., who was sometimes called America's Prince, had perished when the small private plane that he was flying, and he was the pilot, crashed off the coast of Massachusetts, right into the water. He was only 38 years old when this happened. His wife and his sister both died with him. Well, it was all over the news, and all kinds of pundits and commentators were trying to explain what had happened. But one professional pilot later wrote an article that explained the mistake that Kennedy had made. It turned out that though the skies were clear when he took off, a slow creeping fog began to surround the plane 
and Kennedy had not been trained to fly by the instruments. Now I want you to catch that. He was flying through the windshield, what he could see, but he had not been trained to fly by the instruments. When a pilot flies through fog or through clouds, any visual reference points are absolutely, totally blocked. The pilot loses all sense of direction, even whether he's going up or down, if you can imagine. In aviation lingo, this is called spatial disorientation. Without a horizon, or at least light in the distance the pilot can see, the pilot doesn't know what direction he's going in. He doesn't know if he's going straight. He doesn't know if he's turning. He doesn't know if he's flying upside down. Can you imagine that? He doesn't even know if he's flying upside down. The only way to safely fly in such conditions is to keep your eye firmly glued to the instrument panel. That's the only way. The instruments can keep things straight even when the fog blinds the eyes and the pilot's brain. Even when he can't see or think straight, the instruments will tell him the truth. That's the idea. The instruments will not lie. The instruments will tell you which way you're going, whether you're going straight, whether you're upside down or not, whether you're flying up or flying straight down into a nosedive. Seasoned pilots claim that the toughest part of earning an IFR certification, which means instrument flight rules certification, watch this, real important, is learning to have unquestioning faith in the instruments. If you're going to fly by the instruments, you've got to get to the place where you have unquestioning faith in the instruments. If you doubt the instruments, you won't use them. If you don't use them, you're in peril because the instruments will not lie. Even when your eyes and your head say one thing and the instruments tell you something else, you must trust the instruments or you're going to face disaster. And left to his own judgment, this is what John Jr. did, and he nosedived straight into the ocean, not even knowing he was going that way. If he had been trained to fly by the instruments, it never would have happened. Now, church, my message today is the life of faith is no different. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by some instruments I'm going to talk about in just a moment, but we walk by faith and not by sight. Because the day comes for all of us when there is a storm. It's not if, it's when a storm comes. Storms happen in this life. Grief, sorrow, doubt, disappointment, throw us into a tailspin. Some of you right now today, you're in a storm. Fog has crept into your life. You can't see the road ahead. You even wonder which way to go, where to turn. What is God's word to me? What is the instruction? What should I do in this situation? A loved one dies. We lose our job. A friend hurts or betrays us, and the emotions just sweep up, and they blind us. It's like a fog. Sickness or an accident knocks us off our feet. Have you ever noticed that a trial doesn't tell you it's coming? You wake up one day and the skies are blue, and then before you know it, storm clouds have gathered, and suddenly there is lightning and there is thunder, and your life is being rocked and rolled by a storm that you did not see coming, and suddenly you're in the middle of a trial. What do you do? Do you fly by the senses 
or do you turn to the instrument panel? And again, I'm going to talk about what that is for the child of faith. But even whole nations go through such times. 9-11 was a time for us. I remember exactly where I was when John F. Kennedy was shot. I remember exactly where I was when John Kennedy Jr. died. And I remember exactly where I was when 9-11 happened. Exactly where I was. I remember the moment. It's frozen in time. And it's that way for a whole nation. That unexpected and unparalleled terrorist attack sent our entire nation into a tailspin, into a period of shock. Nobody knew what to do. Nobody knew where to turn. Nobody knew what was coming next. America was paralyzed and frozen. Nothing comparable had happened to America like 9-11 since Pearl Harbor or the assassination of President Kennedy. Collectively, many of us were asking the questions that we always do in a time like that. Where was God? Why did he let this happen? How could a good God allow such things to happen to innocent people? Billy Graham's daughter was interviewed on TV by a secular news person, and the news person said, you preach the gospel, you preach about God. How could God let this happen? She had such a wise response. She said, wait a minute, you've kicked God out of this country. Now you want to know where he was? Isn't it funny? We want God there when we need him, but otherwise leave me alone. But a less common and maybe more important question is sometimes asked, did we do something wrong? Did I do something wrong? What brought this trial on? And do you know that why, the tyranny of why can drive you crazy? But I'm here today to tell you, you don't even need to know why. You just need to know who. You need to know who. My message is simple today. If you or a loved one are flying in a storm of pain and confusion right now, and many of you are today, you're hurting. Things have happened you didn't expect. You don't know where to turn. You're bleeding on the inside. Deep down, truth be known, you're saying, God, where were you or where are you? Remember this. Here's the message today. Your own perceptions are not what you lean on at a time like this because they will lie to you. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. See, here's what happened, folks. When man fell in the Garden of Eden and we fell with Adam, then our ability to judge was skewed. Our ability to read things accurately like God reads them was affected and infected by sin. The Bible says there is a way that seems right to a person, but it leads to the way of death. It may look right, feel right, seem right, appear right. You may be told by others that it's right. But if you're looking at your circumstances, your trial, through your own eyes, your own eyes are never going to tell you what God tells you. God has given us unfailing instruments to fly through storms And here they are. Are you ready? I want you to grab your Bible and say, here's my instrument panel. This is the unfailing instrument panel. This is what you look at when you're flying through a fog. This is what you look at when you don't know where to go. What do you do when you don't know what to do? You open up the Word of God. That's what you do. And it will talk to you. So the Word of God is the instrument panel. The second instrument panel is the Holy Spirit of truth. 
And the third one is faith. And so I'm going to talk about those three today, the Word of God, the Holy Spirit of truth, and faith. The Word of God. Now, in our story, I want you to notice something. When these 12 spies came back, why did they go over in the first place? They went over because they went to see the land that had been promised, the promised land. So these 12 spies had a word from God. It was the word of God they were standing on. God had said, I've taken you out of Egypt to bring you into the promised land. I've delivered you out of that I might deliver you into. I've taken you out so I can take you in. And I'm taking you to a place called the promised land. So they had a word from God. They had the instrument panel of the word of God. And they went over. But I want you to notice what they chose not to do. When they saw the terrible giants and what was happening to some people over there and the danger of that place in the natural, the Bible says they shrank back in fear and they rejected the word of God and they turned to what their own senses were telling them and they crashed. It's amazing to me that two totally different reports came back. The 10 spies said, we can't. Two of them said, we can. 10 of them said, we won't. Two of them said, we will. 10 of them said, big deal. Two of them said, no big deal. 10 of them said, we can't beat them. Two of them said, they're already defeated. Two different sets of eyes looked at the same giants. What made the difference? See, a giant is only a giant depending on how you look at that thing. If you look at it through the eyes of faith, that giant shrinks because you are saying greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. If God be for me, who can be against me? God always brings me into triumph in Christ Jesus. When you are looking at something through the eye of faith, it's not a giant. It's never a giant because greater is the Christ in you. He's the giant. But if you're looking at giants through the eyes of the flesh, they get bigger and they get bigger and they get bigger. The first report came from those 10 spies who were flying by their senses. They were fearful. They had unbelief because of a bad report springing from their fleshly senses. An entire nation missed the destiny and purpose of God for them. And that is such a tragedy. That's why I don't hang around with people who constantly bring bad reports. I like good reports. I like hearing, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I like hearing, he is greater than my trial. I like hearing, my God is never defeated. I love hearing words of faith. But the other two spies, Joshua and Caleb, were flying by the instrument panel of the word of God. They knew that they had a promise and they stood on that promise. And they were the only two folks that walked across that Jordan into the promised land. A million others died having listened to a bad report. They had no fear. They had courage. They were full of faith. They soared above the storm. And there's hardly a greater example of flying by the senses as opposed to flying by the instrument panel in the entire Bible than the story of these 12 spies. Two full of faith, 10 full of unbelief. Our senses will lead us astray every single time, especially in a storm. They'll lead us to make a move, choose a course of action 
that is wrong or not wise or at the very best ill-advised. There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end is the way of death. That's because we're fallen. And so we have an instrument panel and we need to access that instrument panel when we're in a storm. The Bible says of itself, one of my favorite verses, 2 Timothy 3.16 says, all of Scripture is God-breathed. And look at what that God-breathed Word will do for you in a storm. In its inspired voice, we will hear useful teaching, rebuke, correction, instruction, and training for a life that is right. When you're in a storm and the fog of pain is clouding your mind and growing panic is blinding your vision, and God seems a million miles away, the first thing you should do is not go by my senses, not panic, not freak out, but where's my Bible, where's my Bible, and open up that Bible and read what the instrument panel is telling you. What does the Word of God say? What does it advise? How did the people in its pages successfully respond to the storms in their own life? What are the guiding principles and truths that this book presents? Because this is our instrument panel. That's why I tell you all the time, this isn't just any book. This is the greatest book on planet Earth. If you were to ask me, Jeff, if you were on a deserted island, what would you want more than any single thing? I'm not kidding. I would say, give me the Word of God. Give me a holy Bible. Because this is not just any book. This is a supernatural book. It is all breathed of God who knew the storms we would encounter, who knew exactly what we would face. And so he gave us this book, 66 books. You've got your own library right here in this one book. And every bit of it is the Word of God. And there's two kinds of Christians, those who access this Bible when they're in a storm and those who do not. And I'm going to tell you who's chewing their nails and who isn't when they're in a storm. Those that are in the Word of God have faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. I'm always amazed at how the Bible covers all the bases needed for a victorious Christian life. And the basic principles we're covering in this message are no exception. If you're experiencing spiritual turbulence of some kind, maybe financial or marital or a storm of temptation, or perhaps you're experiencing the turbulence of doubt or fear, I encourage you to put into practice the keys we're sharing in this message. They are straight from the Bible and will help you through this very difficult season that you're in. And now, don't go anywhere. Our announcer has some important things to share with you, our Life Talk listeners. And I look forward to seeing you next time for part two of the message, Keep Flying the Plane. Until then, may God bless you richly is my prayer. Now you can bring Pastor Jeff Wickwire and Life Talk right into your home, your car, or wherever you may be to lead you on the exciting journey of building up your Christian walk in faith, hope, and love. For a gift of any size to Life Talk, Pastor Jeff will send you a CD collection of some of his most anointed and inspiring teaching series. 
These CDs will strengthen your faith and build your understanding of what Christ Jesus did for you at the cross. You will begin to understand just how much our Heavenly Father loves you and the whole world. So call now, toll-free, 877-884-3111, or just log on anytime, day or night, to lifetalk.tv. Listen to Pastor Jeff's hope-filled CDs again and again, or give them to family members or friends as a gift. Don't wait. Call 877-884-3111 right now, or log on anytime to lifetalk.tv and give your best gift today. Today's program is entitled, Keep Flying the Plane. You can get your own copy of this message for just $5 plus shipping. Log on to lifetalkradio.us or call us toll-free at 877-884-3111. Get your own copy of today's message for just $5 plus shipping by logging on to lifetalkradio.us or calling us toll-free at 877-884-3111 for more information. You've been listening to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire. To find out more about Dr. Wickwire's ministry and Turning Point Church, visit us at lifetalkradio.us or call us toll-free at 877-884-3111. That's 877-884-3111. And as a reminder, Life Talk is a listener-supported ministry. We exist to bring God's Word to thousands of people in your area on this great station. So your prayers and financial support go a long way in helping us with this endeavor. Please prayerfully consider helping us. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to meeting with you once again on our next Life Talk broadcast.